This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 670. Does your IELTS vocabulary measure up? You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today, you'll learn idioms for IELTS writing and speaking to say something is very bad, plus a chance to get a level check from me. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, how's everything going today? Fantastic. It's a beautiful day. I'm going to go snowboarding next week. I'm stoked. I love winter. Oh, yeah. You're getting in back into snowboarding again. That is awesome. It's good to be outside in the wintertime. Oh, such a great feeling. I, you know, some people are like ocean people. I know I have friends that are like, they need to get to the coast and see the ocean. It fills their soul like sort of people. Yeah. I've never been like a water person. For me, it's all about the mountains. I love the mountains. That's so interesting. I feel like people are one or the other. They're totally. usually not both. It's so true. It's so true. That's that's weird. Yeah. I like are the mountains an, too. You're a mountain person, not an no. ocean person? Actually, I like both. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think you're a both person. I like both. And that's why I like living in New England, because the cool thing about living like in Boston, the Boston area, is I can do like a Saturday up at the mountains in the White Mountains, yeah. and then I can go down to the South Shore on a Sunday, and I yeah. can get both in one Yeah, here weekend. too. Yeah. Totally. Like an hour, an hour yes. in either direction, right? An hour west is the ocean, an hour east yes. is the mountain. It's, it's perfect. Awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Guys, we have a contest for you, a review contest. And the winner of this contest, we'll tell you how to participate in a second, but the winner gets a 15-minute level check with me, right? So I could talk to you for 15 minutes. We could figure out where you're at. If you took IELTS right now, approximately, where would you be floating around? What score? And then I could give you some ideas like, this is what you really need to work on to get the scores you need. So the winner gets that chat with me. Lizzie, wow. how can people participate? Okay, guys, the way to enter your name into this contest is to leave us a review in the IELTS Energy podcast. So if you listen in Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or TuneIn Radio or wherever you listen, there is a way to leave a review. Find that way to leave that review and leave us an honest review. Guys, you could say yes. whatever you want. Let us know what you think about the show. Ask a question. Tell us how we can improve. Tell us what you love about totally. the show. And we're going to randomly select one lucky reviewer to get this level check. And this is going to be so good because so many students want to know what their level is, but they have no way to know. 
Always, right? Well, that's the biggest mystery. How else do you know when to schedule your exam or how long you're going to need to practice? I mean, this is like, this is a necessary piece of knowledge, right? So definitely, guys, leave us a review. As Lindsay said, be honest. Tell us what you like, maybe what you would like to hear more of or less of. So totally be honest. We're going to, it's a random winner. We're not going to be like, oh, this person liked us. She won. Not like that. So, (laughs) right. And also, ask us questions. I like the yeah. question ones too. Exactly. Guys, so this contest is going to run. It's going to be over in 30 days. So go over now. Go over and get it done so you don't forget this contest is hot right now. So go and leave your review so you can get this level check. Okay. Super cool. And okay, I just, before we get to the vocabulary, because guys, we have amazing vocabulary for you today. Um, And actually inspired by one of our three keys students in the Facebook group, because I love this group so much. But one of our students also recently posted amazing, amazing scores. Overall eight, Lindsay, (gasps) did you see that? I saw that. I saw that in the Facebook group. I just thought, wow, that is so cool. And the student actually posted her scores as her Facebook page. Imagine being able to do that, posting your scores as your Facebook profile, saying to the world, hey, this is what I achieved. This is what I did. And now I'm on to my next step in my life. Right. So amazing. Oh, so amazing. And she was one of the most active participants in our Facebook group. Yeah. You know, I remember answering and having conversations with her a lot in the group Mm. and it paid off all that hard work, all of that, like finding the gaps, asking me to fill the gaps with information about vocab and answer explanations. Lots of hard work, lots of time paid off overall eight. So congratulations, Thon. Just amazing. Congratulations. So good. So, I mean, those are the students that get the scores they need. They get in the course, they follow the study plan, they get active in the Facebook group asking questions. Those are the students that get the scores they need and they move past IELTS. Yeah, totally. So guys, one of these um, very hardworking students that I know will get amazing scores, um, Grigory just posted as well about some vocab, asking about an idiom. Um, Mm. So Lindsay and I are going to teach you some super cool idioms today instead of saying that something is really bad. Because that's boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so so are these idioms today, are they for writing or are they for speaking or both? You know, I think we're going to take that idiom by idiom, guys, because some of these can definitely be used in writing task two essays, right? Mm. So we'll, we'll tell you, you know, if they're formal enough to be used, but all idioms can be used in speaking, really. There's, yeah. you know what I mean? So everything today is appropriate for your speaking answers. And then... A lot of them actually are also good for writing task two. So really good vocab today. Okay, awesome. Well, let's just get into it. Let's dive right in, guys. I hope you're taking notes. You're getting ready to write these down because this is gold. You're going to be able to implement this right away on your next next exam. So let's do it. Yeah. Okay, super cool. So the idiom that um, inspired this episode um, was, as I said, from a three keys student asking about the phrase leaves a lot to be desired, right? Because his intuition was correct. He's like, it sounds formal. Is this okay for writing? Um, Yeah. Yeah. To, so to say something leaves a lot to be desired is a great sort of like polite way, right? To say that it's, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also quite broad. You could use this to describe 
so many different things, like a situation, um, a, like a, a thing itself, like even a movie or a book or um, an experience. I think yeah. it's great to describe experiences, right? Like, did you enjoy um, going to that museum? Did you enjoy traveling to the city? You know, right, right. Um, you could say, uh, instead of it sounds terrible to be like, oh, it sucks. We don't want to say that. We want to say, mm-hmm. uh, frankly, it left a lot to be desired. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. It's so natural. It really it yeah. sounds smart. Like you said, sounds smart. It sounds native. It will impress the examiner for sure. And I just heard this Definitely. thing used somewhere. I don't know if I heard it on TV or on the radio, but really? someone said, and I can't place it now, but I heard it in the last week by a native speaker in the media somewhere. I so love it. we can endorse oh, it. <laughs> I love it. Fantastic. We can't endorse it. We stand behind this vocabulary. <laughs> um, okay, and then the next one's really Really cool. This is fun. It's a bit more specific, though, right? So remember, guys, to um, wh- you got to understand what the idioms mean. So be comfortable with the general meaning ones for sure, because they're the easiest to use. Like the first one we taught, that's really easy. It just mm-hmm. means really bad. This mm-hmm. next one's a little bit more specific. To say something is on its last legs. Yes. Um, do you think this is good for writing? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, I suppose it depends on which... It, it seems a bit formal to me. It seems a bit formal. So maybe better for speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I, I think it could be used in writing <coughs> task two as well, though, for mm. sure. Um, I, you know, it does seem informal for some reason, yeah. but it's... It's not. It's it, it's on the border. It's yeah. in the middle of that formal informal. So mm-hmm. I think it's good for all over the test. So, yeah, this one's a little more specific, right? So <clears throat> talking about when something is kind of old or breaking down or wearing right. out on its yeah. last legs, like a car, you could say for sure, like yep. your car is on its last legs, it's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Or like in speaking, you're asked about your devices sometimes, like maybe you have an old computer, or an old phone. Um, it's starting to like get buggy, right? Yeah. Like do weird things or not work correctly. Mm-hmm. Then it's on its last legs. I've also heard it used to describe um, like celebrities whose careers are sort of uh, going downhill, right? <laughs> to say like their career, it's on its last legs. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds sad, but I have heard it. <laughs> oh no, that's horrible. That's horrible. But hey, I mean, when you're in the spotlight, right? You, there's always yeah. commentary, I suppose. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Poor people. It's okay. They're rich. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So that one is really cool. And then this next one is cool. There's like a couple options here. So you could say something doesn't hold up or something doesn't measure up. Mm, I like that. I like the phrase doesn't hold up. Um, I think that's a good one when you're talking about someone's argument, like their point of view, what they've tried yeah. to argue or articulate, it doesn't hold up. So I feel like this could be really useful in writing tasks too, talking about Definitely. social phenomenon or something, something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So if you're um, like contrasting a stated opinion or whatever, right? So like great for argument essays, totally. Um, And then doesn't measure up. I would say this is a little bit different than hold up actually, right? Because doesn't measure up, it's like it's not good enough. Or yeah. maybe it's not as good as people say it is, right? Yeah, but definitely yeah. just as a general definition, it's not good enough. So like um, say you took an IELTS class, for example, yeah. and um, they said, you know, you are um, – you're definitely going to be fluent in English and get the best scores if you pay right. $1,000 for this class. And no. so you do. And then you're like, mm, those claims did not measure up or yeah. – Right? Like that class did not measure up. It means like it wasn't as good as they said it was. Exactly. So it's always about kind of comparing one thing to the other, right? Right. Like the original claim or the original thing to the result. That's a good time to you because I think of measuring, like taking a measuring tape and measuring it and you compare the difference. So it doesn't measure up. True. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So really good for for um, like introducing a contrasting opinion or idea. Perfect. Yes. Or like especially if you don't agree with something. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yes. And then this last one is really fun. Um, doesn't hold a candle to. I love it. It oh. sounds kind of old. So you have you oh. haven't heard this, Lindsay? No. You know, I feel like sometimes we come up with these funny idioms that I've never. I mean, is this an older idiom? I need to learn about this idiom. I think idiom. it is. I think it is an older idiom. Um, this is definitely something that um I would expect my mom to say, but maybe okay. not a contemporary of my age. I yeah. like, but nevertheless, guys, it's still appropriate for the test because it's yeah. not completely extinct. It's still mm-hmm. something that people do say, even if it's only like sort of older people. <laughs> and actually, I might still say this because it's just fun. So this is a great one also for comparisons. And again, I think this is a perfectly appropriate for writing as well to say that. Um, uh, so it's a comparison, right? So something doesn't hold a candle to something else. It means it's not as good as something else. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I could say um, if I'm comparing like two movies, Let's see. I recently saw Mary Queen of Scots and it was boring. I'll just, I'm just going to say it. It was kind of boring. Um, but a really good royal movie that I saw also was The Favorite about Queen Anne. So I could say, Mary Queen of Scots does not hold a candle to The Favorite. Oh, I like that. That's a good one. So this is great. I mean, wow, very rare. We can guarantee that other students won't be using this on the IELTS exam. So you'll surprise the examiner, unless, of course, other students are listening to this podcast. (laughs) But no, this is a great one. I like that. But, you know, there are like billions of IELTS candidates. So I think you're safe, guys. Chances are good you'll be safe. Um, You know what? I just had an idea. I would love it if you could practice, guys, one of these idioms in your review. For yes. our podcast. Yeah, it would you be could so be cool. like <laughs> You could be like, um, studying this IELTS te- textbook doesn't hold a candle to listening to IELTS energy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So we want to see you guys put this into action right away. So go get involved in this review contest so you have a chance at getting your level analysis and leave your review for IELTS energy. Awesome. Yes. I love it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Cool. All right, Jessica, thanks for hanging out today. And guys, remember, if you want to get those same scores that Tan got, the overall eight amazing, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash basic for the basic course and 
allearsenglish.com forward slash coach for the personal coach plan, which includes two lessons on Skype with Jessica. And guys, you'll be on track for your seven or higher. Awesome. I can't wait. All right, Lindsay, enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.